today encourage your faith. Amen? Amen. So if you're ready, we can just go ahead and get into the word of God today. So our opening scripture for today is going to be found in the book of Acts, verse 16. Well, I'm sorry. Acts, chapter 16, verse 22. And when you're there, just say amen. amen. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation, 22 to 26. And the Bible says, A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped, beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas was praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundation. All of the doors immediately flew open. Somebody say all of the doors. All of the doors. Immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell and so, as I was studying the Word of God to, um, in this scripture, I remembered a, a pastor who used this illustration, and I'm going to use it today. It kind of blessed me. I'm going to use it again. Can y'all see? So this is toothpaste. Children's toothpaste, but still toothpaste, still get the job done. <laughs> Somebody tell that name, I hope you brush your teeth this morning. <laughs> um, but the package was meant to be squeezed. And inside of the tube is supposed to be toothpaste. But we don't know what's inside until we squeeze it. Can you hear me? So it is toothpaste. But the tube was meant to apply pressure. And after a while, it kind of changes its form. And if any, you're anything like me, Good to the last drop. there you go, it don't waste nothing. Anything like my husband, he don't really care. But in any case, it was meant to get every ounce of toothpaste so if you notice, the last thing that came out was the same thing that came out in the beginning. Actually, the part that came out at the end was actually the part that went in first. Paul and Silas were squeezed. And when they were squeezed, praise came out. Wow. So what am I saying? Whatever's in you, when you get squeezed, that's what's coming out. If that is in you, when you get squeezed, that's coming out. If unbelief is already in you, when you're full of unbelief, when squeeze happens, unbelief is coming out of you. But if praise is in the inside of you, Because the more they squeeze you, the 
on praise and worship with a title called Faith and Praise. And I have four points that go along with faith and praise. Point number one, if you have a piece of paper and a pencil, you can write these down. I'm going to go slow. Number one, faith and praise is the kind of faith that offers a visible, vocal, and victorious praise unto God while you're in the strangest situation. What does this mean? This means that you don't let the situation dictate how you're going to give God glory. Amen. Because it's visible. Tell somebody it's visible. It's vocal. And it's victorious. Number two, faith and praise flows from your relationship with God. You can't brag about who you don't know. If you don't got a relationship with God, you can't walk around and say, God did this and God did that. And if it had not been for God on my side, I don't know where I would be. God is so great. God is so kind. God is awesome. If you don't have a relationship with him, you can't do it. It's hard to brag about someone you don't know. Point number three. Faith and praise keeps the attention on God, celebrating who he is over what he's done. This means that you're not a person that needs manifestation to give God glory. When you got this kind of praise, you don't got no money and you still give God glory. When you got this kind of faith, you ain't got money to put the stage lights on, but you do it anyway, believing God's going to make a way out of nowhere. Does anybody got a little bit of faith in here? Number four, faith and praise has a preset pattern. Now, what is a preset pattern? Let's turn to Psalms 34, 1 through 3. Say amen when you're there. Say it one more time. Psalms 34, verse 1. I'm going to read verse 1 through 3. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. That means in the morning, in the evening, at night. That means when I'm happy, when I'm sad. That means when I got money, when I don't got money. That means when I feel like it or when I don't feel like it. It means yesterday, today, and forevermore. It says at all times. It says his praise should continuously be where? That means not just in my hands, not just in my feet, but it's vocal. Yeah. It's in my mouth. Yeah. It says my soul, your soul is your mind, your will, your emotion. Everything about you that cannot be seen starts praising God. Amen. It says my soul shall make a boast unto her. Hey, that means your inside starts shouting. Amen. Your mind starts shouting. Yes. The reason why some of y'all didn't lose your minds in that separation and that breakup, that means your mind was shouting. Your soul was shouting. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It says, the humble shall hear thou and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Amen. So this thing about faith and praise, before we can get into talking about Paul and Silas, we have to understand faith a little bit better. And we have to understand how do we get faith on the inside of us. Oh, I... <laughs> Sorry. God bless you. Thank you. 
And so the first thing we have to understand about faith is faith doesn't rest in our natural man. Faith rests in our spirit. And if we're going to have a relationship um, with faith, we need to have a relationship with the unseen realm. And so to have a relationship with the unseen realm, we need to understand that what we see, our faith can't be built off of. Because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Okay, turn to 2 Corinthians 4, 18. Second Corinthians 4.18 says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. <laughs> For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So this means when I walk by faith, I'm walking by a system that has no end. I'm walking by a system that lasts forever. Amen? Amen. So when I'm walking by a system that lasts forever, that means I don't see lack. I don't see doubt. I don't see sickness. I see all this unseen support that's working on my behalf. That means I got angels saying, go ahead, Christina, you can do this. Go ahead. I got your back. I got God saying, run your race. I said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be there. If I'm for you, then who can be against you? It's the unseen realm. And if I'm going to have a relationship with the unseen realm, I cannot allow what I see to rob me of my praise. Amen? Amen. And so, why is this so critical? Because faith is unseen. The Bible says in Hebrews, I'm not going to make you turn it to it, but it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. So what is that saying? That's saying faith is my unseen evidence. And how do we get faith? The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So now this all that I'm saying means now I can now take words from the unseen realm and drop them into the natural realm and start holding everything that God said that I can have. So before I ever see it, tell somebody I already got it. Hallelujah. Somebody better give God glory. We can talk about Saul and Pilate. Oh, Saul and um, Silas. Paul and Silas. Thank you. Paul and Silas had a relationship with the unseen realm. And Paul and Silas understood faith. And so these two guys was doing what God told them to do. They was out preaching the gospel, telling people about Jesus, doing what they were supposed to do. And then the people put the squeeze on them. <laughs> and so they got in trouble literally for casting out a demon. For somebody that was mocking them. And so the Bible tells us in Acts that they were um, ordered to be put in jail in the inner, inner dungeons and stripped and beaten. And I don't know how many of y'all read this uh, passage, but it was dark down there. They probably stunk. They was naked on the ground mm -hmm. and they were in this dungeon but all the dungeon did and let me let me help you out a little bit more the inner dungeon was not like our jails today they were beneath the ground 
They were not in our kind of, they were beneath everybody else for doing nothing but preaching the gospel. That's all they were doing. And then they put them beneath the prison because they said that they would do it preaching an un, um, doctrine or something that they, they weren't supposed to be doing, basically. And so when they were in this dungeon, all the dungeon did was amplify what was already in them. Praise was already in them. So when their praise was already normal, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. It was, it was something that was normal. Have y'all ever woke up in the morning with a song in your spirit yes. and you just hum it? Yes. Mm -hmm. you, you just hum it on your way to work. You just hum it what's in your spirit. That's normal. So what was normal for them, the tunnel amplified what was normal. Come on. And so their glory, glory got louder. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I lay my burden down. How do we know it got louder? Because the Bible says the prisoners were listening. And the prisoners heard that. So if they weren't loud or their voice wasn't amplified, they wouldn't have been able to hear them. They would have been in their whispering. So obviously the Bible tells us that they were loud and they didn't go off of what they see. Their faith now was in action. Amen? Yes. So since their faith was in action, now they put praise with their faith. Because now they were singing despite the situation that they were in. Amen? Amen. So they're in that dungeon. So I got something to tell y'all. So what I came to tell you that God told me to tell you is get prepared for 2020. Because God is getting ready to amplify the next praise that comes out of your mouth. Amen. And even though you feel down, don't keep your voice down. Actually, the lower you feel, the more the devil comes after you, the louder you need to get. Amen? Does somebody agree with me? Probably getting into their body, but it didn't stop them. 
They probably got the life beat out of that. And I know that some of y'all in here probably have been through some situations or are going through some situations where you feel like you've been beaten. The life out of you almost. But Paul and Silas didn't do what most Christians would do. They didn't give up and they didn't complain to God. Instead, they prayed and they sang. And I like to think that Paul was in there talking about some, take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. I just spawned raising. And I'm pretty sure that Silas was in there like, break every day. Break every day. But that's okay, because I know some of y'all. And y'all would have been in there like, God, I'm tired of going through. So I don't know what I'm going to do. So I said, Lord, please rest. Don't say that with me, child. You cannot go through with me. Don't say that with me. But it was in there. And they were singing. And they was praying. And then midnight came. And before I go to midnight, I'm going to give you two things. The first thing is, make sure you have the right company of faith when you go through Because who you choose to go through with is everything. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. 
Just because you run into a situation, don't lose your vocal praise. Just because things get difficult, don't stop giving God glory. And now you come in here with your hands folded. And you waiting for Chelsea and the praise and worship team to lift you up. And you waiting for Pastor Yolanda to preach you up. When I thought I read in the Bible, the Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. That means you got to walk up in here in the middle of your situation with your hands lifted up there. God, anyway, you bless me. Shaking. 
Why we shake it? Shake up your marriage. Shake up your children. Shake up your household. Shake up your finances. Shake up everything that's not right. Because when they started shaking, guess what happened? Them chains broke. You want that stuff that's going on in your life to break off? Start shaking. Start shaking my faith. Hold on things that are not as though they already are. Amen. Things that sound 
See, I get excited. I don't need y'all to get excited. I can just get excited on the word all by myself. We, you, you hear things that sound good, but it doesn't mean that it's being spoken to you in the right spirit. That's why the Bible says, test every spirit. So you got to understand more about the spirit. That's why you got to get closer to God. That's why you got to get Filled with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will warn you. It will show you. It will help you have a sense of understanding good spirits and bad spirits. No matter what's being said, no matter what it looks like before you, you'll be able to detect. Oh, wait a minute. I ain't feeling about it. That ain't sounding. may sound good, but just something just say. Just think, you know, I mean, you, you ever been, you know, and just something just, you know, it, it sounded good, but it just didn't sit right with you, and you ignored it? Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Speak to God. Trust God. Amen? Give God some praise. Good word. Good word. Praise in the midst of the storm.
blessing. Hallelujah. Don't let nobody deter you. Let no, let nobody stop you. Don't let nobody cause you to give up on Jesus. Hallelujah. He said he will never leave you or forsake you. You got to hold on to that. He will never leave you or forsake you. Say, Jesus will never leave me. Jesus. And he will never forsake me. No matter what I go through. No matter how high the mountain is. No matter how high the mountain is. Hallelujah. Let me finish up with this scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all thought y'all was getting out of here caught up, didn't you? Hallelujah. Glory. All right. So it says that Paul and Silas, then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Then they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Not only believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. I love this part right here. It says, also with everyone in your household. Come on, that's something for God.
Because during the week, some of us are working. We're so busy. So many distractions. That we really don't have an opportunity to spend time with him. Don't have an opportunity to spend time telling him everything that's on our heart.